Achoo! Ah, and oh. we're back. Crack-a-lack. We are so back. What are you cracking over there, King? Is that a pink bubbly? Oh, something. I just swallowed something. What the oh, fuck? No. Is something in was it, there? Is it sparkling water, dummy? No, something, something that should not be in water. I just swallowed, but it could have been just food from my from my lunch i had yo there's nothing um, nastier than like finding a solid in your liquid you know <laughs> <laughs> that is true um insects are t- are typical um use cases for that but mm-hmm. Ty, i'm drinking a grapefruit bubbly the gayest of all uh bubbly flavors as it comes in this nice bright pink you're clearly an ally happy pride to you eric um, happy pride to the listeners as well. <laughs> we started off this episode real strong on Pride yeah. Month. Um, yeah. How's your Pride Month going so far, Ty? It's I heard going... you spent it in gay old Oregon. <laughs> that's true. Um, yes, that's right. I made the pilgrimage to Portland, Oregon. Uh, hey, need I say less? <laughs> actually need you say more i'm starving for some detail ty what did oh, you get man. up to over there did you um eat some vegan donuts did you um go to a strip club with amputees what was it yo i i have heard that portland's uh strip scene is popping but i didn't indulge in that this time around it was um a lone night in in portland i was traveling through i was on a road trip uh, a road trip we took the range rover sport down the coastline and back up um so one night only in the city it was fascinating to revisit portland eric because you you've heard the news i'm sure you've been watching cnn no oh um, news there's something new happening in portland well the um according to the lamestream media the embattled portland has been the <laughs> fighting grounds between uh the unhoused and like mega click for oh, ever shit. since the pandemic it's been ground zero interesting in, and in what sense like are they it's just the unhoused are growing in population size and wreaking havoc amongst the housed or what's happening yeah so as the story goes portland's downtown which is it has always been pretty sleepy downtown portland like it's the exact same size as vancouver but Mm -hmm. you walk down the streets there and there's nobody around it's like every single hipster is sleeping on their air mattress on the floor um back at the back of the condo Mm -hmm. so there's never really anybody around and i think what happened during the pandemic is Finally, someone went downtown Portland, which was people that didn't have houses. They said, well, we'll live here if no one else wants to. <laughs> uh, it turns out to be a big mistake. <laughs> have they yeah. moved out yet? Or, no, or they're, the still, they're still chilling. Um, it's definitely not as uh, dangerous and overwhelming as the New York Times wants you to think. Like if you type Portland into Google right now and click on any news article, there'll probably be a picture of like, this, a city on fire and like a protester throwing a Molotov cocktail. Um, really? Like they're very much sensationalizing the city. It's not really like that. Uh, there are quite a few businesses that have shut down since the pandemic. Mm. Did yeah, you immediately find it? <laughs> <laughs> I searched Portland on Google and six hours ago, 
The New Yorker wrote an article saying, revisiting Portland's summer of rage. So this was um, apparently based on a book that captures the unrest in Portland, Oregon in 2020. Hmm. So exactly what you were talking about. Did you look this up before coming on the pod, Ty? No, but I just assume because no, whatever people talk about Portland, all they want to talk about is the, uh, the fighting happening there and the, the danger. But uh, I think oh, it's more dangerous to eat 12 inches of sandwich personally. I think so too. Um, but these all look like anti, wait, hold on. This looks like anti-police uh, protesting so far. That's what I'm seeing in this article, Ty. I'm seeing oh. a lot of BLM. Mm. I'm seeing a lot of fuck 12. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, interesting. I didn't know any about this. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty wild, Eric. It's pretty wild. So Portland's doesn't have that fighting happening anymore. There's lots of tents on the sidewalk, but I think that kind of mm. makes it cooler than it was before. Uh, but some of the uh, businesses shut down and all the people roaming the streets are kind of weird, but they all were always weird, Eric. So, but it's harder to distinguish if it was like, like it's no longer like, doesn't feel like the, the Mecca of hipsterdom that it used to be where like mustache guys in flannel would like traverse the country to the promised land. I don't think it's the promised land anymore for these people. Um, the whimsy, the whimsy is gone, but the weirdos are still there. So it's now like a grunge version of its formal former self. It's like it went. It's like college dropout to Jesus, you know. Interesting. Um, I haven't been Thai since probably twenty eighteen to Portland itself. That was the only time I've ever been, and I think still the only time I'll ever need to go. Mm. <laughs> Um, was passing through it like in the middle of the day and you're right. I didn't see a single, <laughs> you good. Yeah. I'm I didn't good. see a single person outside. Um, the only people I saw were old ladies who were yelling at me for riding a lime scooter on a walking path. Mm, they would hate <laughs> that there. They would hate that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I would honestly go as far as to say, I think it's the worst city in America. Maybe the world. I don't know about that, man. I think there's probably a lot worse cities. Um, (laughs) Spokane, Washington come to mind. (laughs) Spokane. Well, I guess out of all the major cities, like there's probably obviously like, like Langley's technically a city. (laughs) So how do you go major league though? Like to be the worst in the top tier is still like an achievement. No, Uh, no major is just size. Like if you mm-hmm. go on Google Maps and you like zoom out so you can see the whole state, mm-hmm. like the the city with the biggest text is the one I'm talking about. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. You know what I mean? If if I can see your city's name when I'm looking at America as a whole, then that means it's a major city. And out of all of them, uh, Portland's the worst, and that's like no debate. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, let's uh... be honest. It does have some pros and cons, Eric. Obviously, the pros are that you can drive there from our house. Uh, the cons <laughs> are that their uh, like primary export is donuts and sneakers, which is actually kind of crazy. Oh, dude, how could I forget? Big, big check Nike. Big check um, Nike. Isn't that amazing? How like arguably one of the coolest brands of all time is 
located in Portland. <laughs> like it it's like, like a sick, uh, twisted uh, oxymoron, isn't it? It is kind of strange because I feel like the brand identity of Portland and Nike have nothing in common. It's like when you have two twins and one's goth and one's like a girly girl, but they're identical. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what, Ty? I think it has to do with the um, culture around track and field. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. like Portland or maybe it was just Oregon as a state is like very much has like really deep roots in the sport. And like when maybe when it was like starting out in America, it was like the hub for that kind of thing. It's a yeah, total they, guess. They, no, pro- they probably sure invented trail running. running. Yeah, for sure. I'm pretty yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like has to do with running, and that's why Nike was there to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, why they haven't just completely uprooted and left is beyond me. But we're, mm-hmm. that's where we are today. So that that should honestly Beaverton should be the capital of Oregon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just move it there. Yeah. Maybe it's good all the businesses downtown Portland shut down. But um yeah, I uh I did have one moment of joy in a cold abandoned city was uh my evening at the Ace Hotel Portland, Eric. Ah. Um uh I would say that like I walked away from that that stay with one hundred percent certainty and confidence that the ace it only exists for like single traveling dudes. Like, <laughs> especially the like, Ace Los Angeles location, right? Yeah, and the Seattle location and the Portland location. It's just for single dudes traveling. And there's so many tells. Like, the minute you walk in, they were like playing like metal music in the lobby. There's just like only leather couches. Like, right mm-hmm. off the bat, you're like, this is, a, there's like a La Labo uh, Santel uh, 26 candle burning. Um, so like women aren't even I welcome here. <laughs> I don't disagree with you, Ty, but I think there's like two possible reasons why this could be. Okay. Um, one is, you know, very timely because it is pride month. Is that mm. because it is a gay first hotel? Are they just oh. the most welcoming of all, of all the hotels in the neighboring areas? Or is it because you get the, um, lonely Bonivere listener? who mm. might be traveling, might probably backpacking on a, on a dirt bike by themselves through the Pacific Northwest. And they are stopping by at all the ACE locations. Right. Uh, which one is it, Ty? And which one are you? <laughs> I'm clearly the second one, the lonely traveler. Uh, they see me walk through the door and they light up a fresh wick and mm-hmm. play, play some flume. But uh, the, maybe the majority of clientele is actually the second one, but I don't know that they're appealing exclusively to the LGBTQ community, Eric. I think, I think it's actually like more straight dudes than anything. And I think it's Mm. because like straight dudes are intimidated by any hotel room that doesn't have excessive industrial touches. And (laughs) the ACE has got like so many of them, like exposed ceilings, all black. The the Portland location was like all black in the room. It's just dark. There's so many like Mm -hmm. knobs and pulleys and like, like uh switches that that you had to do like to turn on the shower you had to like flip a bunch of switches or to like Mm -hmm. open a cabinet you had to pull a a knob (laughs) um so yeah i I feel like it's just appealing to like the like masculine need to feel like you're in a like an industrial space (laughs) that's probably (laughs) a very good point um the the need to role play as a blue collar guy 
role playing is definitely on brand for the month. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Dude, the bed the bed was against the wall, and there was only one lamp. That's like the telltale sign that like only a, this is only designed for one dude. <laughs> one guest. That's right. Yeah, if it's in the corner of the room, so it has wall on two sides of the bed, then it's like mm -hmm. no one's exiting and entering from the one side. So yeah, you know, why do you even need one. it? Yeah. Um, these are all great observations. I've stayed at the Ace Chicago and oh. the Ace New York, oh. both with a double bed with my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. It was the same same trip. Um, decided to you know keep it keep the loyalty program bumping for that mm -hmm. for that trip, but I would say that both locations had the most lively um, entertainment offering. Mm. So like both of them had like interesting parties happening um obviously lgbt friendly mm -hmm. and it was like a vibe you know what i mean it was like a lot of young people a lot of young single hot locals and mm -hmm. out-of-towners just gathered in, in your one area. space yeah and you know it's like a hub where you get the people traveling who are like going to check it out because they're staying at the hotel and then you have like the people who live there knowing that it's that and that so they the are spot, also there. Yeah. And so, so it's the rooftop is obviously the spot to like just meet people. So mm -hmm. that's how I kind of interpreted it. I've also checked out the Ace in Palm Springs and it's oh. very, very similar. Like pool, party, shenanigans, drunk people, good times. Hell yeah. That's how Hell I yeah. remember the uh, rooftop at the uh, LAA speed as well. It's just cool oh, people yeah. hanging exactly. out and turning up. So mm -hmm. they Only have drunk um, people jump, jump in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, they have captured the hearts um, of the, the, like the youthful zeitgeist, which um, mm -hmm. it's pretty hard to do. So there, mm -hmm. there's something there that's like, yeah, unattainable by other hotel chains. Absolutely. And maybe and it's their you're... commitment to servicing like the single dude, you know, <laughs> it's much easier to service a single dude than it is to service the uh, family of four mm -hmm. um like you, you know. as a family of four you literally cannot stay there <laughs> i don't think <laughs> like i don't i don't think they'll even let you in the lobby that's true um yeah the lobby is usually pretty bumping but in order to stay healthy ty in these um you know post-covid times of partying and drinking on rooftops and jumping into an ice cold plunge mm -hmm. um you should be using um the code breadhead and shopping at laird superfood to get your immune hell system yeah up. Um, hell yeah <laughs> um you need to load up on some adaptogenic mushrooms that will just speed up your metabolism you know get your gut nice and ready to consume four to five daiquiris um per hour and mm -hmm. you will be able to, um, you know, survive that deadly hangover that will come hit you in the morning. And Laird Superfoods is not just for benders, Eric. You can use it for all digestion that will be traumatizing to your body. We're talking 12 <laughs> inches of steak and cheese, 12 inches of tuna, 12 inches of cold cut. You name it, Laird Superfoods is going to help that move through you. It's going to come out the same shape it went in. It's going to do that good job. <laughs> the, the adaptive mushrooms are going to do that good a job of passing that sandwich mm -hmm. through your system. Exactly. The speeding bullet to heaven is just going to 
<laughs> rip through your insides. Yeah. Okay, dude, um, this train is not stopping at the <laughs> small intestine today. <laughs> absolutely. It, Terminus Station, um, your toilet. But mm, totally. it is what it is. The code that we're going to link in the description will help you with that. So if you're not mm-hmm. breadheads, um, Laird has your back. Yeah, people that are scrippy to grab that code. Um, support the pod is a little bit on the way. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Wonderful, Ty. So I'm happy to hear that your trip went well. Um, but you didn't just stop over in Portland. You did some other fun activations. Tell me about the subways that you encountered on the way down to Portland. Because I know in the suburbs of the United States is where you find the most interesting subway locations. It's true. And while I didn't actually enter a single subway establishment on this <laughs> journey, Eric, I did drive by a few window shopping, if you will. Um, mm. We sneeze traveled shopping sneeze. If you kind of think about it, the glass walls outside a subway are the sneeze guard of Mother Earth. <laughs> it's to keep That's all right. the dust and the fumes of the outside world away from your precious tomato slices. Mm-hmm. You enter this glass haven um, while you're eating and while you're ordering, while Mm -hmm. your food is behind a second glass haven. So it's really just two layers of protection. Yeah, you are are the sandwich between two glass panes. You are the meat that the rest of the world looks in on and points at. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're just the meat gallery at the end of the day and it is what it is. It is what it is. So yeah, anyway, saw a few interesting subways. I'm going to pull one of them up on Google Earth. I'll pull I'll pull the two that I thought were most interesting up on Google uh, Street View for you, Eric, and then we Please can do. evaluate, okay? The first one is in the coastal town, literally the worst town on the Oregon coast, Lincoln City. <laughs> uh, would oh, not man. recommend ever going there. Complete dud of a place. Um, <laughs> But I drove past their subway. Oh wow! I've pulled up Street View for Eric here. What do you, what do you, can you describe to the viewers? What are you seeing here, Eric? Well, Ty, if you didn't had already if you didn't already tell me that this was Lincoln City, Oregon, I would have guessed that this was the Flatiron District of New York because this subway <laughs> is situated on a nice round corner, um, and mm-hmm. it's an acute angle, mm-hmm. and the building looks like it is occupying the entire corner of the mm-hmm. city block. So that's right. Looks pretty high end. Corner office, corner office of Highway 101 and some random street in the middle of wow, clearly the outskirts of uh, Lincoln City. But what caught my attention with this subway, this corner office, Eric? I'm going to zoom in here, and you can observe the signage that's happening in this subway. (laughs) You see what I see here? Yeah, it looks like a jound store because of the S watermark that they've splattered across every single window here. Yeah, for the breadheads, go ahead, pull this up. I'll drop the, the coordinates in the uh, in the description or just mm-hmm. head to the only Lincoln City subway. Every single window pane of this subway has a Subway S logo floating <laughs> in the middle of it. And there's got to be 20 windows on this thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely we're gonna insane. run this around the corner and we're going to see if it persists around the block. <laughs> the and... logo changed. <laughs> oh, Wow. What the hell? So that's how. That's how. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Damn. That's Dude, how you know you... this uh, town is like a fucking dump because like they didn't even, they couldn't even afford to do updated street view on like one street over, like 
on this street, you got September 2022. Literally one click away is July 2012. That's, That's crazy. crazy. And then so you go from old logo to new logo and back. You can really see the rebrand mm-hmm. happening. Dude, you go from Jared, you go from BJ before Jared (laughs) to uh, AJ after Jared. That's pretty crazy. Within one click. Within one click. Dude, one click away is like a much simpler time, hey? Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Like the 2012 era, I'm I'm really happy to see that across the street, Barnacle Bills is still kicking after this many years of um, business. Actually, it's the only business on the street that's blurred out on <laughs> on the 2022 version. I wonder if they were hard canceled in. Yeah, what did <laughs> in Bill do? Yeah. What did Barnacle Bill do? Wow, oh, never mind. It looks looks alive and well. It's thriving. It's um, thriving. Yeah, they'll have their Jared moments soon enough, Bill. Yeah. Anyway, so this was a really <laughs> wild ass subway, mostly because of the logos. You can cl- clearly see on the 2022 side that those S's are wrap around. So we're talking maybe two, four, six, tw- maybe 18 S's outside <laughs> this business. Um, yep. Looks like a sticker sheet. Mm-hmm. Okay. And one of them is like positioned lower because the open sign <laughs> is taking its place. So like, it is. <laughs> they yeah. had to like wrap the S logo below it. Mm-hmm. That's all I think. Okay, I'm going to pull up one more subway location for you, Eric. We're going to go a little bit farther down the coast. We're going to head over into um, the city of Newport, Oregon. Now, Newport is famous for its port. It's new. It's not that new anymore, but um, it has like a bunch of fish and chips down by like their historic bayside, a replaced Believe It or Not world, and the original location of Rogue Craft Brewery, if you're into uh, beer which I know you are. <laughs> of course I am. Other than that, once again, another coastal community with nothing interesting going on, except for check out this subway. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> wow. What a drop. Okay. Holy so shit. I've dropped Eric in the middle of Highway 101, heading into Newport. Tell me, <laughs> what do you think of this? <laughs> well, clearly this business was a garden works before a subway because check out the fucking foliage around this place this is the best landscaping i've ever seen at a subway we got rock garden we got like 30 different kinds of bushel happening here um Mm -hmm. it is nested perfectly amongst them Mm -hmm. it's it's honestly incredible it looks like i can cop a fern with my foot long um Mm -hmm. but knowing subway Maybe I can put it on my foot long, actually. That's probably the more likely scenario. But look That's at how crazy. much parking we got here, Ty. This is typical for uh, Nowheresville um, in America. Tons of parking, not a single car. Actually, there's one car in the drive-thru. Oh, not, wow, a single car is, yeah, not a single car is parked um, in this massive parking structure. But the subway is two floors, so I guess that counts. Yeah, we got like... Florida ceiling like atrium type windows happening on the kind of we're gonna call that the hero wall and then some really tall arch ceilings two things we never expect in a subway actually Mm -hmm. the building facade itself kind of reminds me of like a taco bell that they've painted green Mm -hmm. if it wasn't for the incredible landscaping i would i would think it used to be a taco bell but clearly this is um, the work of a good gardener here, which is mm-hmm. really brand propelling, actually. If more subways offered a garden or like 
and some like nice foliage outside, it would probably feel more fresh to enter the space and even play in a little bit to the like Tuscan villa vibes that they're going for <laughs> inside. Absolutely. They need to take a note from the Olive Garden playbook tie mm-hmm. and perhaps even have a like dining set that's only for show and you can't sit in. Like, have you been to like Olive Garden where they have the like mock up of like a <laughs> table and chairs like on the <laughs> ceiling? And you like can't, oh, yeah. you can't physically can't reach it because there's no way to get up there. Dude, I was always mesmerized by that as a child. I was like, <laughs> I want to eat at, I want to eat in the VIP lounge, you know? I know. It's like sun. The table's glued to the wall. You can't. You can't sit there. <laughs> they got like a toss of the spaghetti up there. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Just like old times, the old world. The, you know the pizza. Mm-hmm. Beautiful tie. Mm-hmm. Thank you for so much for showing me these two subway locations that I'll never ever visit in my entire life. Um, oh, wow! I, once again, Ty, you clicked. No. <laughs> you clicked onto the neighboring street, and we went back to July 2012 once again. This wow. is incredible. And once the subway, old branding, Daryl Leak exterior, obviously like freshly planted shrubbery. Wow. Is that nice? That's crazy. The change here. I can't believe the subway's this, lasted uh, that long. Let's check out this signage though on the left. Uh, if you go back to 2012, I noticed the sign goes from we're open to lunch combo 550. <sighs> The good old days. <laughs> the good old days. Five fifty for not just not just a sandwich, but a whole combo. Five fifty. Oh, That's insane. Incredible. Wow. Wow. You can tell that they were fresh off the five dollar foot long era. Mm-hmm. That must have ended like a few years prior to this, because you know, I'm assuming this comes with a six inch sandwich. Oh, probably, yeah. Yeah. There's no way they can give you 12 inches and cookies for that cost. That's, <laughs> that's too good of a deal. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Brilliant. Yeah. Wow. So there's there's two fascinating subways along that journey. Um, I would recommend the drive, Eric. There's lots of fun things to see along the Oregon coastline. Lots of fun things to see around uh, mm-hmm. Washington as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice I mean, people. Nice beaches. Not as much as there is to see in Denver, Ty. Shout out to my second favorite basketball team, the Denver Nuggets, <laughs> for winning the NBA championship. My laptop's going to fall apart. Every time I touch it, it like snaps in half. <laughs> it's like, you should get that checked out. I feel like an old person where you like stand up and your entire back cracks. That's what's happening Dude. with my laptop right now. It's crazy that in 2023, I go to the Genius Bar more than I go to the doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that kind of fucked up? It is. I literally had a conversation last night about how I don't have a family doctor. My family Mm -hmm. doctor died (laughs) like years ago. Bad sign. eh? (laughs) That's a bad sign. (laughs) You never want to outlive your doctor. No. (laughs) Isn't that weird? (laughs) The apprentice becomes the master. Exactly. It's like the doctor. Yeah. Why was I taking your advice? I clearly know this whole life thing better than you. (laughs) That's crazy. It's not such a dark thing. It'll be the same Um, thing the day that my sandwich artist kicks the bucket and uh, (laughs) there's an open space behind the glass. Oh, tragic. I would create like a subway shrine for them, arranging the foot long in a cross shape um and then sprinkling with some (laughs) spinach leaves you know as like a decoration maybe 
Okay, so to build a cross out of sandwiches, I think you go 24 inches vertically and then two six inches on either side. I think that would be the ideal proportions. Yeah, I think so too. Um, so three sandwiches. Know, the, three sandwiches, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you were cheap, you could go foot long in the middle and then uh, cut a six inch and a half maybe for the arms. Mm. Um, yeah. That could be one way to do it, Ty. But I think you, you'd, you think rollers. people would notice that that craft, uh, shoddy craftsmanship. You know, I think it's better <laughs> to work with whole numbers. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, the two six inches won't be enough if the twelve is in the middle. So you must go mm -hmm. up to twenty four. It, it just mm -hmm. it does itself. It, yeah. it designs itself. Mm -hmm. um, but back to the Denver Nuggets, Ty. Mm -hmm, the chicken nuggets. Mm -hmm. Best player on the team. Best player in the NBA, Serbian. That is, this is a win for my country, Ty. This is my, mm -hmm. my other country. I'm half. Um, it's a beautiful time. Um, and I don't know if you've been like watching any of this, but he is at the definition of a disgruntled employee. <laughs> uh, tell me more about that. I haven't noticed. So arguably the best player in the league right now, right? Um, right. He's young. He's like almost seven feet tall, um, strong as hell, um, great range. He's a big man, but can play the point guard position. Very good mm -hmm. handles. Mm -hmm. um, and he's white. Let's just take a minute to acknowledge that. But wow, <laughs> <laughs> um, this guy, he's like, hasn't shown any emotion the entire series or like an entire mm -hmm. like season. And he's been just absolutely killing it. Um, it's kind of just like his personality. Um, they asked him what it was like to win the finals. And he said things along the line of whatever. There's more important things in life. <laughs> that kind of thing. Wow. Um, and, and then they asked him like, oh, are you looking forward to the parade? Um, it's on Thursday. And this is recorded on like a Monday or Tuesday. And he just looks at the, uh, his like assistant or something. He's like, he's like, oh, fuck. When's this parade? It's on Thursday. I got to go home. <laughs> and he's like... <laughs> He's like, I have my horse racing on Sunday. What? <laughs> yeah, dude, this guy does not care whatsoever about winning the championship, the thing that all young boys dream about, all young basketball players dream about when they were little kids. Um, I just thought it was a fun story. That's that he's crazy. a disgruntled employee. To some people, it's a passion. To some people, it's just a job. And that can even happen whether you're a sandwich artist or an NBA player. <laughs> I did watch him. He like celebrating in quotations after the win at like a club in Vegas. And it was just like barely dancing. And he just, it just felt like every video I watched, there was a different guy shaking him to try to make him move more. <laughs> <laughs> Almost like a weekend at Bernie's type situation. They're just like mm -hmm. keeping this guy alive and faking his dance moves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's like, wake the hell up, man. Like, let's go. Um, <laughs> Once they figure out that you're an Android, we're going to have this title stripped from us, but it is what it yeah, is. Totally. Wow. Um, yeah. So that's the most recent NBA news for you. Like my favorite segment on this show. Mm -hmm. um, another segment we talk about often, Ty, is Drake. Oh, yeah. Um, big man. Uh, <laughs> big man went to Subway and got his card declined. Cheese. Cheese. Embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 did, yeah. 
What? We need that on the soundboard, buddy. Dude, <laughs> 100%. We need Drizzy Drake to just come on the pod. You know what I mean? <laughs> At the end of the day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this guy has so many, like, funny moments. I saw a clip yesterday where he's, like, walks into a room and he's, like, geez, it is freezing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. What a cartoon Why is this guy so unintentionally funny? Yeah. It's all in voice acting. Mm -hmm. um and just general disposition like i think it's really cool that he uh (laughs) painted his nail subway yellow i think that's Mm -hmm. really really classy move Mm -hmm. you got me thinking ty because the gloves at subway are see-through it should be a requirement for all sandwich artists to paint their nails green and yellow Mm -hmm. kind of like how it's required that all starbucks baristas have a tattoo (laughs) (laughs) that's right all michelin starred chefs need to have full sleeves Starbucks employees mm-hmm. need to have their um, need to have some kind of nose ring or mm-hmm. like alternate piercing. Let's just call yeah, it or or an alt hairstyle or Roman numerals on their arm. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the Roman numerals on the shoulder are a requirement to even mm-hmm. send in your cover letter. Yeah, it's like oh, a fellow Riri fan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh shit. Um, Bayatai, why do we require customers and patrons to wash their hands, but not, you know, decorate their nails? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just about function. It's about form as well, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, I want to know that you're able to keep up the appearance of your nails so that I can trust your ability to make my sandwich. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I also wouldn't mind if painted nails hit a little bit of the grit under the sandwich artist's fingers. Um, so I have a feeling they're not perfectly clean and I don't need to know. I just, I'm, I'm okay if it's faked a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm okay as well. Um, what else we got, Ty? What else we got on this topic list today? Anything else you want to share with your, in regards to your trip? Oh, wow. Um, no, I basically got through all the important parts. Uh, I was served a cocktail by a man with a mustache in Portland, um, uh, it was the only mustache I saw and, uh, it was a hint of the whimsical city that Portland used to be. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, isn't that the same as just getting a drink served to you in Portland? But I guess it's, uh, not the great city it used to be. No, not the Mecca. Yeah. What kind of mustache was it? Was it one of those twisty ones? No, believe it or not. It wasn't the twisty kind. It was like the, um, like the really thick bushel one like what's that cartoon walrus from that movie with the thick mustache i have no idea shark tails uh, thick maybe shark tails thick mustache walrus show no i cartoon oh this dude this dude from um what's what's this movie I'll just screenshot. I'll screenshot this. You can ID ID the film with me. Is this Horton Hears a Who? Oh. <laughs> the Lorax. Um, That's what it says Lorax. in the name. This Lorax. Interesting. He, so yeah, my um, bartender looked like the Lorax. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's... Um... Oh, Dr. Seuss. I got you. Dude, everybody in Portland looks like this guy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Shit. For the listeners, this guy is orange and he mm-hmm. has a bright yellow bushy mustache. 
And then he has like an exact copy of his mustache for each eyebrow. <laughs> Which is how my mustache grows in too. <laughs> huh. That's nice. Mine, mine's not like that. I got a, I got a herbs and cheese upstairs and a Tex-Mex downstairs. Ooh, <laughs> dude, that's a party. It absolutely is. Um, but I recently rediscovered shaving with a razor. <laughs> what were nice, you using uh, before? Butter. I would just do a little trim, trim skis, um, real quick. Do it often. Super easy, but now I've just gone back to the uh, butter, <laughs> the mm. nice lather, and then razor. And right. I gotta say, it's a nice return to tradition that I'm uh, kind of digging at the moment. So no more, no more five o'clock shadow for you. Hey, you're running, you're running those that hair down to the studs. I absolutely am, but I haven't done it in a couple of days, so I do have a um, Tuesday at four p.m. shadow. Mm. I call it the podcasting shadow. <laughs> he does it for me because I'm the only one who can see him. Exactly. <laughs> all, all about asserting credibility. You have to. All podcasters have to have a little bit of facial hair. Even the women. I guess so. I guess so. It's kind of like an extra layer of wind protection for the mic. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> it's like that your breath goes through your facial hair into the microphone. Mm-hmm. And so there's less kind of like wind noise, which is nice. And a natural filter, like keeps your audio from clipping. <laughs> mm-hmm. It makes me hide all of the feminine topics <laughs> and then only the masculine <laughs> topics can get through. <laughs> I like that meme where it's like thinking about like, I want to talk about the Barbie movie and then audio. <laughs> <laughs> and then it spits out like Tucker Carlson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God damn it. Um, breadheads, thank you, Ty. Thank you for listening. Eric, and thank you. You're very welcome. Um, make sure to use our discount code for some brilliant, brilliant food from Laird. It is mm-hmm. super, one might say. And mm-hmm. you know, check out our socials for some hot memes. Yeah, caught, caught, catch us not outside, <laughs> but at think fresh podcast on instagram um it's where you'll find the juiciest most flavorful most toasted memes on the internet uh, mm-hmm. made freshly by our in-house artist eric and myself mm-hmm. let's not put it all on me in case we get canceled we need to split the split <laughs> accountability 50 50 mm-hmm. much enough, like a foot long thank you ciao ciao